Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Be Empowered with R.C. Riley. This podcast features topics aimed to educate queer, trans, and BIPOC, that's Black, Indigenous, People of Color community. The hope is that you will feel empowered to engage in activities that promote healing, wholeness, and equity within marginalized communities. So without further ado, let's jump right into the Girls Trip Summer 2021 episode, NOLA Owes Us Nothing. Today is a very special episode. I have my family here with me. I have cousins, my second cousins, third cousins, and a fourth cousin. And we are in NOLA on a girls trip. So one of the conversations that we had on this trip was about um, female familial relationships. So there are nine of us who came on this trip and um, one of the things that we did to spice things up, or one of my cousins did, was get shirts made. So I would like people to um, go around the room and introduce themselves based on what's on your t-shirt. Hi, I am Cheryl Worthy, and worthy I am, and I'm part of the Sister Squad. Sister Squad, all right, all right. Hi, I'm Courtney. I'm considered the responsible cousin. Hi, I'm the bougie cousin. <laughs> we can tell. <laughs> Hi, I'm Nikki. I'm the bossy one. Hi, I'm Corey. I'm the thick and fine one. All right. Okay, I am Gwen, the other... The other sister in the, the sister, other sister squad. <laughs> yes. I am the greatest. <laughs> hey, I'm Tef. I'm considered the crazy cousin, but that was back in my early years. <laughs> I don't. I no longer consider myself crazy, but I'm more of a mild, chill type. Okay, she's reformed, crazy Peace y'all. In love type, but I can't get crazy. It's just a <laughs> Depends on the day. Depends on the number of therapy sessions that we exactly. You see. Okay. My twin was the mean cousin. How ironic, crazy and mean. <laughs> <laughs> she had to leave early, but um I'm considered the fun one. So I I heard that it was between fun and flirty. Um, who got the shirts? The, the bougie one got the shirts for us, y'all. Okay. Um, so we have been having these little conversations. And I don't know if all of you all know, but um, female relationships are extremely important to me. And I think it's in part because I don't have sisters. So I'm curious to hear about how you feel about um, relationships between other women in your family. So my first question is, were any of you told growing up that it is important to maintain and to nurture female relationships within the family? I don't think, um, well, I know I was never told it was important to nurture the female uh, relationships more so than just the relationships in general of family and that family is important, whether it be female, female, male, female, um, just the whole family aspect. It's okay. important to make sure that you maintain those relationships. Anybody else? Yes. Yeah, as, as Nikki stated, Mother often expressed the um, necessity of us remaining close. And that was something she often stressed. So that was your mother, my aunt. Yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't necessarily stated, but as it was shown to us. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, I would agree with um, 
like Gwen. It wasn't stated, but it was definitely shown. And then we also felt that saying, well, they showed us. So our parents showed us how important it was to nurture relationships and, you know, be with family. Um, so I think it just stuck. But I don't think I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it came natural. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it was towed, but we learned by, you know, looking at what our parents did. Nice. And I also wonder too, now that I think about it, because our parents, our mothers are sisters, so mm -hmm. they were close, so then we became close because of their relationships. Mm. Yep, I would agree. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's cool. So your grandmother, your mother, and then so are those of you in the room who have children, are you passing that down? Like, do you think that your kids are watching how you relate to the other since this is specifically about women but the other women in your family and um are you in hopes of the fact that they will continue that legacy so i have sons but most definitely my oldest son um has he states like i like it when we get together with family like he'll ask me is family coming it's just gonna be us so i think the because we that's what we do he's just picked up on it and he likes it so Nice. Hopefully, now I don't, you know, men are different, so who knows? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, this sounds so lovey dovey, right? This sounds like y'all have this beautiful, perfect family here. Everybody loves each other. Now, I'm going to tell y'all because I don't live in the same area that y'all do. And again, I didn't have sisters. So for me, um, I, I won't say I didn't see it, but what I will say is that I was specifically told when you go to college, you'll form relationships with women. Um, who you will be friends with for a lifetime and you really need to nurture those relationships. And I thought about that when I got to college. When I left college, I had one good girlfriend and we went about four years without communicating. And I thought back on what my aunt had told me and I said, you know what? I, I really need her in my life. And so it was like I had to work at that because it wasn't somebody in the family. And at this point in time, I wasn't that close to all of you like I am now. Um, and so being in a family where I had to work hard to create a relationship outside of family, I love seeing how close you all are. You may not realize it because you're in it all the time. You live near each other. Y'all contact each other all the time. And for me, you know, I live far away. So uh, for listeners out there, I'm in the Chicagoland area. Some people in the room are in the D.C. or Mississippi or Houston um, area. So um, what is something that you hope to share with the next generation um, in terms of maintaining relationships? Family values uh, would be good. Too. Family values? Yes, and um, how we treat each other, our expectations, and as, as women to grow and develop as women, mm -hmm. um, to be the best that we can be. And, we were religious and we all are Christians and mm -hmm. we hope that they will carry on that Christian um, what values right, right. and on with their own children. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now in the room we have three generations. We have a mom, well grandma, mom, granddaughter here. And between the three of you all, have you all seen, um, so we got the bossy one and then one of the seen, um, seasoned saints from the sister squad here. <laughs> Have you all seen how your relationship has impacted your granddaughter? 
<laughs> so I guess that's a yes, people. Now, again, I'm in the Chicagoland area, so I don't know. But they're about to tell me something. So I'm here with y'all. So, so how do you feel like your relationship with one another has impacted the relationship in that? Oh my God. It has matured and gotten better over the years. Which relationship? Are you referencing? All three. All three. <laughs> now, now, okay. Okay, so now we're getting real. Because at first y'all sound a little bit too much like y'all Pollyanna family up in here. Okay. So when you say matured and got better, what was it that was something that you needed to work on? Oh, I'm pretty honest with them. I'm the granddaughter. I'm pretty honest with them. Certain situations, now I may hold on to it. But when I do tell them, I will give them honestly how I feel about it how it made me feel like how it made me feel what I think could have been different and I think my grandmother and myself are more alike than me and my mom um so she'll probably understand more before my mom will um my mom is very combative when it comes to things when I tell her how I feel and she wants to bring up things that are like older and she doesn't understand she's like you didn't say that or you didn't tell me that and she'll bring up something and I don't think sometimes she gets it but I feel like when I tell her how I feel she comes back and like beats me up about how I'm telling her how I feel mm -hmm. now she'll eventually apologize but yeah. it's just it's just not gonna happen in that right moment. away right yeah and that right. moment it's a little combative now my grandmother will we'll both cry we'll both yell at each other that's just what we do at this point um, we had a conversation like that in a year or so because we really don't talk that much unless we have to. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. She I'm didn't mean it that way. Like, that. like, you know, like, I will go days without speaking to my grandmother, but it's not because it's something wrong. Right. I just don't. Yeah, I'm just yeah. a little to and myself. That because they used to live in the house with me. Mm -hmm. So it was um, a lot. It was a lot. But now that they no longer there. I believe we develop a better relationship. Nice. Okay. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, they exactly. say. Exactly. Yeah. But now, so, uh, thick and fine over here. Yes. I'm quite sure part of that has to do with the fact that, I mean, come on now, a grandma is just going to be siding with the grandbaby more so. Because mm -hmm. for whatever reason, the grandma tends to be like getting in between the child and the mama often. Mm -hmm. So do you think that she really isn't so much like you, but she's the grandma, so she's like, okay now, baby. No, I really no. think I personalities. They also are the same size. Like, our personalities are a lot of alike. Yeah, personalities are a lot of alike. Yeah, a lot of alike. Okay. Um, okay. So sometimes that we can bump hit because we are a lot alike. But I kind of um, will take a backseat a lot of times and not say anything unless I have to. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. But that's just my thing in general. I won't say anything unless I have to. Okay. Okay. Um, now, there's another mother-daughter here. Okay, so now the, the bossy cousin, y'all, just for y'all listeners out here, the bossy cousin and the bougie cousin are sisters, okay? <laughs> so I'm curious to know how that relationship was growing up. Were you always bossy? Well, the bossy one is the older one, so yes. okay, that makes sense. So, yes. okay, she was always bossy? I was not bossy. Yeah, yeah. she, she was. Was. No, Hold on, I'm talking. <laughs> So she's, she's true okay. yeah. in that she wasn't bossing me around, one, because I wasn't letting her. But two, that's not, we didn't have that kind of dynamic. So when I came, she was she was not a happy camper. I was well, not, that makes sense if she were her only child before you. Right. And right. we're eight years, years apart. apart. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So, yeah, yeah. So she wasn't bossing me around. She's right. We just didn't jail. She just our relationship her. didn't change <laughs> until she was after until she had my niece. Mm-hmm. And then our relationship changed. So it changed how? Well, so I had told her, and I was just playing with this. I was like, you ought to give her my name. And she did. So I think that just shifted our, I don't know how it happened. It just kind of shifted. So is that your middle name or first name? My mm-hmm. middle name is her first name, yeah. Oh, that is so precious. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and so And then sweet. I too, I had to kind of referee between my mom and my sister mm-hmm. and try to protect my niece because they would clash, right? Because yeah. when the mama and the... The two mamas in the house together, it just don't Right. Yeah. <laughs> the two mamas in the house. <laughs> and I think that's also, um, you know, we got a lot of feminine energy in the room. So um, that's the other thing when we're talking about these female familial relationships. I personally think it's important because when we step outside of our house and other people see how we function, we know we hear in the world, oh, two black women can't work well together. Oh, two black women, blah, blah, blah. They're competing against each other. And so that's why I think that it's important for in our homes for us to set a different standard. So when we walk out into the world, we are already of the mindset that, no, these women, you can work with them because I've done it my whole life. I do it with my mother. I do it with my sister. Um, So have any of you felt out in the world that or had the mindset of I can't work well with another black woman because she's a black woman? No, all my life I've worked with black women. Yeah. And you never thought, "Mm mm-mm, here go another sister. I'm not going to be able to do this today. No. Not because, so I haven't had, I haven't always had the best relationships with other black women, but it's not, I don't feel like, I think it was specific to that woman, not all, I didn't generalize it to all women. Now, it didn't, it made me apprehensive, you know, to trust, but not necessarily to deal with, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. But do you think that you all don't feel that way because of the relationships that you have within your family? I just look at them. I think they're different. Like, the, to me, the relationships with the other women in my family is, like, safe, mm-hmm. whereas not necessarily with other women outside of that. But okay. I can deal with them and engage with them. I just may not trust them at the same level that I do with my family. Okay, okay, that's fair. Um, so to another season saint, the other uh, sister in the sister squad. Um, so when you all were growing up, um, did you feel like your sisters were like your main, you know, like ride or die? Like everything else out there didn't matter because I got my sisters. Or did you feel the opposite? Like, you know what? My sister's getting on my last nerves. I need to reach outside of that family unit for that comfort and support. My sisters were so much older than I was that they were more mothering. I respected their where they were in my life as being my older sister. And so they, um, uh, the other Gwen, which is the great, had to do some discipline or, or training on my behalf. But there was never no ride or die because she was always older than me. And the other sister, she was much older than I was. And so when I was um, being raised at the house, she had gone off to college and then off to work. And so I never had that true sister relationship with my sisters, not until uh, later, m- much later in life. Maybe once you start having kids 
I think when I went off to college, I started to, when I went to Texas Southern, I started to develop a relationship with my sisters or when. Yeah, and then when Gwen had Nikki, I had somewhat of a relationship with her, but it was more so with my niece than with my sister. Okay, okay. So two of your daughters are here. So my question for you, Tiffany, is did you see growing up, because your mom has her perspective on you know her relationship with her sisters, but growing up, do you feel like you watched a close relationship with your aunt and your mom, or do you feel like... Um, it was more of a uh, sister relationship that I saw uh, growing up. I think my mom had matured and um, maybe her sisters didn't see her as um, a sibling that they need to take care of in a sense, but more of, you know, this is my sister. So that's what I saw um, just growing up, more of a sister bun. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so Courtney... So you have two sisters, right? You got twin sisters and yourself. And how do you feel about relationships between your sisters versus your female friends outside of your family? Like, do are you one of... Um, so I know some people I speak with are closer with friends than family. But then there's others who are closer with family than friends. Where, where are you in that? No, I'm closest with my sisters. Um, I feel like... I don't have too many girlfriends, maybe a few, like two or like one to three. And I just put those in categories because, you know, they're friends for different reasons, I guess. Um, and a lot of my friends are, they could be, they're more social friends. Um, I don't think any of my friends, I would like talk about any deep things that I was going through. That would be my sisters. I don't need to talk. I don't have, I don't need other friends. Because I have my sisters. Aww. So I would never, like, I would never put that relationship above that because I, I just never needed it. So I never seek that in other friends. I seek other things. Like, I may not necessarily go out with my sisters every day just because I have social friends to provide that for me. But in terms of, like, advice and things like that, it's always my sisters. There's no one else that I would go to outside That's of That's so sweet. <laughs> that makes me want a sister now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't, I always, I've never needed anyone outside of my family um, to, to provide that for me. So going to college, I've never, I didn't even, I, you said that earlier about you would have, you would be forming relationships. And I don't think my mom ever told us that just because we had, probably because we had sisters, mm -hmm. right? So we yeah. didn't have, she probably didn't feel the need for us to you know, gain those maybe close relationships because we had sisters that were going to be there no matter what. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like, yeah. Being the only girl, I have two older brothers. One is eight and 10 years mm. and the other one is 10 years older than me. So I get the whole between the bougie and the bossy sister, that distance there. Um, and between the sister squad, I get that. So you're not as close with them if you're not within, you know, a couple of years. Um, but I think for me over the years, I really, really um, looked to other people who have those 
sister or familial female relationships and just really paid attention to how they nurture and maintain those relationships, including you all. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why I love being a part of this because this family, because for me, I didn't have that. Not that I'm sad that I didn't have it, Mm -hmm. but it's just, it's it's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, you all get from each other what I have to get from somebody else. And so when you oftentimes have expectations of other people who aren't in your Mm -hmm. family and they don't have your same upbringing, they don't have your same value system, it's harder to maintain. Mm -hmm. And then when they don't meet those expectations, you know, they fall from this pedestal that you put them on. Mm -hmm. And so my next question is, do you feel like you forgive your female family members quicker than a female friend outside of the family? Yes. Okay. 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 Now, now, the family, we're just free to be ourselves. You know, we don't have to uh, restrict, you know, our behavior or this because family accepts you for who you are. We push, you know, each other to be better, but we don't have to, you know, put on a front or anything or have to. If we get upset with one another, I'm like, I'm, I'm upset. Give me my space. You know, the next day or a couple of hours, we good. We back being okay. You know, so. But with friends, it's just totally different. It's totally different. <laughs> you know, you have to put more energy in that relationship than you would family. Friendships take more work. It's a lot of work. I think mm. some friendships, some friendships take more work. So I am, I'm an only child. So I was raised with other only children. Mm-hmm. Um, like my three best friends, the four of us grew up together. So we did everything together. So they, in my world, I would call them family. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. all of my close family members can say those three girls' names. They ask about them, ask about their family members because we've been that close for so long. So they know their names. So with them, I still, I probably forgive them more than I forgive my family. Mm-hmm. I'm probably more forgiving with them, actually. Yeah. Um, because we did grow up together. Right. Um, right. Like I spent every weekend with them or I spent the summers when I spent this, I did like at least six weeks. Well, it started at six weeks. And as I got older, much less time in Mississippi every summer with them, with, Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. you know, the girls. But, um, you know, like that was my family outside of family. So I'm probably more forgiving to them. And they're still my friends to this day. Like, you know, we've been together since, well, Chantal, we've been together since birth. Megan since about the age of five and Crystal oh, since wow. about the age of six. Mm-hmm. We're still together to this day. Like I was telling my mom them on the ride here. I had sent something to Crystal because she called me this week with something going on. And I'm like, hey, you know, just to put a smile on your face, let me send something to you. But it would be different if Courtney or Tiffany called me with something. I'm probably not going to send them nothing. But it's not because I don't love them. It's right. just like, they all right. Like, they got each other. Right. Like, they yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, they okay. Right. Her. Yeah. They going to be okay. Somebody, you know, one of them will take up the flag. So it's a little different for me. I'm probably more forgiving with them. And with family, I'm probably slow to forgive because I'm like, well, why the hell would you do this? So, you know, that's just me. Yeah. Yeah. Expectations are different for family right. and friends with me. Now, I want to go back to something that Tiffany said. Um, you said, well, with family, you can be yourself and they are more accepting of you. And I, that's wonderful that your family is like that. Not all families are. Um, in my household, and since we're talking about female relationships, I would say the women in my life were not as accepting as my friends. So all of you know, I identify as queer. And in the Christian, black Christian household, being anything other than heterosexual is a big no-no. So for me... 
I didn't see my family and the women in my family as being more accepting than my female friends. I would not go to my um, female family members and tell them something before I would tell a friend. Mm. Now, again, I, I don't have any girls on that side of the family that are my age, but um, my aunties raised me and I would not have gone to them before any friend. Mm -hmm. And it's, I don't think it's just the age difference. Um, my godmother, I did speak to her, but I think it's also about those values. You know, I, my family raised me to be straight, not in a beat you down, be straight kind of thing, but just in the typical black, heterosexual, Christian way. Mm -hmm. So what about things like that that come up? Because you all are sounding wonderful. I love it. I'm part of the family, but y'all sound kind of Pollyanna. What about something <laughs> tough? So now, you know I'm queer, but I don't live near y'all. But what if somebody in this room after we left here came out and told you something like they were trans? Okay? They thought that they have been identifying as female their whole lives and they feel like they've been trapped and they're really, they feel like they're a man on the inside. I want to go around the room and ask how you think you would handle that situation. I mean, it, it, I mean, as a family member, the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure they're okay emotionally. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you know, you put your feelings aside um, first, you know, and make sure they're okay because now they're coming to you. They're trusting you with their truth. Mm -hmm. So, you know, regardless of how you feel or what your opinion on that is, the first thing you want to do as family is make sure they're okay. Um, and then as a family, you process it and you move on because it's, it's nothing you can do. Your truth is your truth. I can't make you straight. I can't make you gay. I can't make you happy. I can't make you sad. All I can do is support you in whatever it is that you choose to be. And as family, that's what you do. You support. You love. You support. You pray. You know, you pray with them. You pray for them. And you move forward. Because the world would beat them up enough, so no need for the family to do the same. Yeah. So y'all are shaking your heads in agreement. Y'all sound like a pretty enlightened family. So um, has anything ever happened when y'all were like, nope, can't handle this one? Cause that that one sounded like y'all were all. I'm just watching by sh uh, you know by the shaking of the heads. Like yeah yeah yeah, we agree with what Nikki is saying. But um, if something really tough, do you think that y'all would ever would would be able to galvanize around each other and support in that way, or do you feel like any one of you would be like, you know what? Yeah, I can't jump on board right now. I need I need some time. Oh, yeah. I think th that would to a degree, yes, we, we're accepting of, yeah, I can't process that right now. I need some time. But yet and still, we we have a foundation, and that foundation is love. That foundation is Christianity. And each one of us try to live our lives as a Christian, and we know what the Bible says. And so we always know that we can come back to that foundation, and we expect for each one of us to live out that truth of the Bible. And so that's what we're basing our lives on. Okay. And, and even though she mentions Christianity and we talk about, you know, um, you know, um, the LGBTQ um, community, what we must also realize is no sin is greater than the other. That's true. We've all sinned, fallen short of the glory. There is no sin greater than the other. So in essence, my judging you does nothing to get me into heaven. The only person that can judge you is God. The only person that can judge me is God. 
We cannot judge. We can do our preconceived notions, whatever we think. But ultimately, no sin is greater than any other. So, and as Christians, we're supposed to love people for who they are, you know. And you show the love of Jesus Christ by how you treat others, and so that's that's how I take it. Yeah, my my job to change nobody or condone. My biggest thing is I want. I mean. Is that person a good person? That's why I always say, like, there's a lot of not, like, people that aren't good. And I think about if my nephews were to, you know, come out as gay or anything like that, like, at the end of the day, if I'm, like, helping to support them or raise them, are they good people? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people that aren't good people. Mm -hmm. So, aside from everything else, I want my nephews and my children to be good people. If I can raise a good person or help support it, raise a good person, I've done like my job. So outside of all of that, I don't, you know, I can handle it as long as they're a good okay. person. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I hear you. So those of you who are listening and, and know me and know the work that I do, whenever somebody says that one person's sin is no greater than the other and they're talking about homosexuality, I usually jump on this bandwagon. This is my family. So I'm going to be gentle with them. But I will say this. I don't believe that who we love can be a sin. So I don't think that that's a comment that makes sense. Like if I love a woman, that's not a sin. Now I understand that everybody interprets the scripture differently. So what I say to that is when you get to heaven, and you look to your left and your right. And if you see a homosexual man there or a lesbian woman there, what you going to do? Ask Jesus to send you to hell because you didn't expect to be there I with those people? Or you may just get there and everybody be praising God and loving God so much that will that even matter? Oh, it won't matter. There'll, there'll be a homosexual there. There'll be a thief there. There'll be a robber there. There'll be a murderer there. <laughs> yes. They're all going to be there because once again, no sin, whatever the sin is. But, I mean, based on, I mean, if we go by what the Bible says is Yeah, a I'm sin. not going to argue the interpretation. No, 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 say what the Bible says is a sin. It, everything, even in heterosexual lifestyle, mm -hmm. uh, sex before marriage is a sin. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't matter. In the end, it's all, we all, we hopefully all we pray we're going to make it there. Hopefully we, we all, all trying to get to the to yeah. that place, right? Yeah. yeah. So okay. We're we trying to get to the pearly gates. What we have <laughs> supposed to do so he can say, well done, well done, done good my and faithful, good and faithful servant. servant, come on home. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, before I make anybody sweat in here, which I can do, um, I will move on and say this um, trip has been wonderful for me. And I guess just um, to close out, I want to get a reflection from all of you. Is this the first time that you all have done this trip with all females? Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So for you, was it this? Was this just like a casual kind of uh, no big deal, or like was this purposeful that it was only women this time? Like, how did this come about? No, we were originally planning to do a family <clears throat> trip, and then we some of us have kids under twelve, and the whole pandemic, and so we were like, <clears throat> usually I'm the one planning the trips, and I just couldn't. I my bandwidth, I didn't have a bandwidth. And I was like, you know what? We could just do a girl's trip because I needed to get away from my kids. <laughs> um, I needed a break. And so uh, Courtney took the reins and got it together. Okay. Um, so what is something that you will leave from this trip um, with, like, on your heart, on your mind, on your spirit? Like, how has this trip um, 
impacted you or if maybe impact is too much of a strong word with something that is a memory that you'll um, leave from here with from this trip well I can start so with the four of us like my mom my grandmother and my aunt I don't think the four of us have been together that long in a car ride in a long time Mm -hmm. um so for like the first two hours I want to say we probably talked the first two hours which was cool and I actually didn't go to sleep on them, which I planned to do. <laughs> so, you know, like after the first two hours. So that was pretty cool just, you know, to sit and talk with them. Because that doesn't happen often because, you know, Rochelle does have boys. And usually my grandfather is there and my uncle. Um, so we all don't get a chance to talk with just the four of us all together. It's just the four a, women. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a long time probably since that has happened. And I'm never one to actually talk to them when it's the four of us. Um and we actually had a good conversation. We, conversation. Kind of, we, we talked about, you know, we talked about a lot of stuff, um, things that have affected us personally. Um, you know, we talked about health things, you know, stuff you, you talk about as a family, but sometimes you don't talk about it until there's an issue. Right. So, um, but I also think it was a lot a, of that have stems from this, this past year. I've had, a, I've had a lot of issues. And I've had to talk to them individually about things that have happened with me. Um, and so, like, a lot of that stems from me just being, like, completely open and honest about different things and asking questions about, like, what was your issue with that? What's your issue to see if there's anything that correlates between the four of us? And we did find something. Even though I don't have the same things as them, we did find something, like, compared to, to the same side of the body something always happening on that side so okay that was cool, yeah. and that's specific to the women in your family you specifically mm-hmm. went to the women and talked to them about these things mm-hmm. okay i was um i was um hugging my twin earlier and then i was telling her i was like i miss weeping and she was like you want to see her tomorrow you stay with her but i was like no and i thought about it i was like you know i'm gonna miss her Without the kids, without the husband, just my sister. You know, mm-hmm. I'm gonna miss right. that. And so, you know, yeah, just. Oh. <laughs> that was <really> funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why you said that. <laughs> you know, I didn't think about it until I like really like thought about. It. I was like, that's what I'm gonna miss. Yeah. You know, and just maybe like, you know, um. Taking some time out, you know, during our day to, like, have a sister time, you know, maybe go out for lunch or dinner, whatever the case may be, you know, so. That's awesome. Okay. Okay. All right. So, I want one of the seasoned saints over here. What what you going to leave us? What I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss the relationship that we had, that we all share together. And I think it's so wonderful that we as aunts and and nieces and sisters and cousins. you know cousins and mothers you know it's it's just so wonderful and I just feel so uh I, I was excited about the trip knowing that I'm gonna be with uh, with all of us it's, <laughs> okay so now and it doesn't have to be something we're gonna miss there's something that um you you're gonna take, re- away. take away from this well, I guess I'm going to take away the um, the support, the support that this family has. And I really appreciate you for an effort to be with us. And I know how hard that can be, me being <clears throat> somewhat in another um, 
um, relationship with sister-in-laws. And so the one on the outside has to put forth an effort to be with. And I appreciate you doing that. When they said, well, RC is coming. I said, oh, okay, that's great. I really appreciate you coming to our events and being there. We enjoy, we expect you to. So you're a part you of us. You you are you are us. And so we I like that. I told I like her that earlier. I applaud her for extending herself. To yeah. It takes effort to do that. And I like that. It's great. Yeah. I would say outside of like, of course, being loving being with you all, I think what this conversation has taught me, I have two um friends that and I just said that I feel they're like social friends, but they're only children. And so I'm like, wonder, like, am I being the best, like a good friend to them, knowing mm -hmm. that they don't have sisters? I think I may take that for granted. So I'm like, maybe I should be fostering a better, being a better friend to them, like calling on them, checking on them, because they may not, they don't probably have the same support that I do. Mm -hmm. So I think I will start doing that just by this conversation because I didn't realize, like, you know, like you said. And we feel left out. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, I just. We don't have sisters yeah, and you all have each yeah, other. Yeah, because I was like, I don't, like, if they were no longer my friends, I probably wouldn't miss, I would, I would miss them, mm -hmm. but I would still have other people. Right. But they probably don't have that same relationship with right. other people. So I'm like, and even what Corey just said, so I'm like, maybe I should be a better friend and be calling them <laughs> or okay. texting them a lot more and not really considering them social because they are my friends. But do we talk about things? Do I ask them about things that they may not be able to talk to their parents about or right. other people? Probably right. not. So in that regard, I think I'll try to be a better friend to the people that I truly believe are friends that could be, that could value, you know, a relationship, you know, such as like me and my sister. So yeah. awesome, mm -hmm. awesome. It's interesting too because uh, I think about my closest friends. They both have brothers, mm -hmm. um, uh -huh. but no sisters. And then one of them has a stepdaughter. I mean, a stepsister. Um, but that you know, but no sibling. You know, no sister that grew up in the household with them. Mm -hmm. So. So you're gonna take away from this that uh, the same thing, you know? Uh, maybe you know, but we do check on each other. Well, I I can do better. Put it that way. I can do better in checking on them and checking on their um, mental state, making sure that they're okay. Okay. Especially during this time, because I think a lot of they're they're by themselves, and mm. I think I may take for granted that I have my sister. I can just call, or I don't. I haven't felt lonely. Like, outside of, you know, my husband. I haven't felt lonely this last year and a half just because I've had my sisters. But I can imagine they probably feel lonely. Um, so I'm definitely going to do a better job. And I thank you for bringing this conversation because I had no idea, you know, that they may feel like that. So even having this conversation with them will help me be a better person and be a better friend. So Great. Yeah, yeah that's why I um, kind of ambush y'all business because... <laughs> <laughs> Why else would I just drop in for no I reason? Love it. I, I mean, love it. I really love it because I was able to drop in on you and you were just like, okay, what are we right? Doing? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the bougie content. So, my takeaway is I didn't realize it until we were talking about this earlier, and you were like, I only have brothers, I don't have any sisters. And so, what, what I'm taking away is I mean, we've talked several times, but not until we've just said what we've said. I'm like, I need to do a better job of reaching out to you to do, you know, to make myself more available to you. 
So, okay. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think for me, um, I'm going to take away that um, each relationship that I foster with people, even though I've known you, well, I can't even say my whole life because to be perfectly honest with you, I don't think I even got close to a lot of you on this room until I got a little bit older. But um, I think for me, I'm going to take away that each relationship is unique. So how I can, like, when Corey came in town and came to my house, that relationship is so different than how I relate to anybody else. And then just being here, and, and I, I want to say, y'all put me, they put me in the coach house with the season saints. I'm going to tell y'all. So let me, go, let me go ahead and get, let me go, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on now. Let me get close to the mic on this one, because I'm going to tell y'all, listeners here, that I have been called the senior whisperer, and I don't think these people in this room knew that. So I thought it was hilarious because I am always with somebody who's 65 plus, no matter where I go. And I loved it because I got to learn something new about my second cousins. Right? I got to learn that one of them just run up the light bill for no reason. <laughs> For no reason at all, right? And then I, and then I, I realized that the, the both of them together, they gave me sugar. They gave me the sugar. Just watching them. I'm like, do they eat all night, these sweets? And where do they come from? Like, how they don't even have big booze, but yeah, they constantly pulling some sweets out of God knows where. I'm hearing them crunch in the middle of the night. <laughs> so, so I thank each and every one of y'all in my generation that put me with the season saints. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> thank y'all all for joining me in this room. Thank y'all. I love y'all so very, very much. And thank you all for listening. This has been another episode of Be Empowered with RC. I hope you go out into the world and do something great, not just for yourself, but for others and for your community. Alrighty. Good night. Thanks again for listening. The Self-Care Spa and Lounge offers a wide range of services to all ethnicities and skin types for ages 5 and up. Skin treatments, waxing services, massages, teeth whitening, and tooth gems are offered. As a proud black and female-owned community partner, the Self-Care Spa and Lounge is also available for spa parties, birthdays, or private events. Don't forget to book your next service or event at theselfcarespalounge.com. That's theselfcarespalounge.com.